1: I'm so glad you're part of this series. It's called Fantasy World. If you've missed any of it, please, please, please make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast. We're on all the podcast platforms, so you may be listening on the radio right now. But but go and subscribe because I want you to hear the other lessons so you can understand the fantasy that we're living with. See, you and I, we live under this veil. We live in a world where the enemy of God is constantly challenging you and telling you, you know, there's more than one option. You don't have to just go God's way. That is true. God gives you the freedom to reject him. He gives you the freedom to go it alone. But that's a dangerous road, and there's a lot of people on it. See, God wants you to to believe in him and to trust him. So wisdom puts its faith in God, and living God's way. That's why every day we read the Bible. That's why you and I, we're opening up the Word of God to listen to God, to make adjustments, and to follow in faith. I'm Pastor Doyle. I want to encourage you to every day take a step with God. We're opening His Word. That's why you join me, and we do these lessons together. We look at the Word of God, because guess what? It will give us strength and life. Today, we're going to learn about how humility and a teachable spirit will help us get where we want to go. We believe that the the resurrection story changed history, and it's changed our life, and we want other people to know that. And so in a fun way, we're trying to engage the culture. So we're trying to be out there with our faith. You get that? Now, if that causes tension in your life, then you're in the middle of my sermon right now. We we've, we've made five t-shirt designs, five different colors. They're back at the resource center. We want you to look at them. Why? It it's not it does not say across it, I go to Pastor Doyle's church. Uh-huh, it's not about that. All of them talk about the resurrection. All of them point people towards Easter. Why? Because that's our aim. That's our goal as a church, as God's children. It's why we've spent so much effort for so many It's 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 about Jesus. Are you hearing me on this? If you want to have your greatest potential, then the question is, how am I participating? Now, you need to know something. Honestly, I didn't always want to participate. I was embarrassed of God. When I I saw that staff member, I thought about myself. I was like, I was thinking of all the times when I didn't want my parents to meet my friends. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my gosh, they will embarrass me, right? Is that the way you feel about God? Do, do, you, do you think that somehow you can be an undercover Christian and you can love God and, and be ashamed of Him? Jesus said, if that's our approach to God, we're in, we're in dangerous territory. If you deny me before men, he said, then I will deny you before the Father. Ouch! Aren't you proud of your kids? Aren't you proud of your spouse? Aren't you proud of the most important relationships in your life? Well, that's what we're talking about. And that's what we're uncapping today. That's what we're beginning to dive into. This is your best life to follow God. Now, how did I come to that conclusion? First, if you will, since you have your Bibles, if you've got a phone, you've got a Bible, right? Open it up to Colossians chapter 2, okay? And if you're, if you're like me, why, can I tell you why I like the old school form of Bible? I'm for both, okay? I'm for both. I like this because the people around me can see me when I have it. You can be in your Bible on your phone and they don't know. And so the reason I want you to get an old school Bible and learn to dig through it, may it be worn out as mine has become, okay? Mine is held together with duct tape, all right? And I'm not proud of that. It's just, it's necessary. (laughs) And, but this is why, this is why, okay? Get this, okay? You want your kids to know that you know this. And every time they see you with it, then they'll know it matters to you. And if it's marked up, if it's worn out and it's used, one day they might peek inside your Bible. May there be evidence. And your digital footprint, they can't. Okay? That's why. Do you hear me? All right? I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but one is visible for the next generation to know, okay? And then they have some, they have some clues to the pathway that you followed, because you haven't told them everything. Have you found Colossians? Okay, we we're inviting you to take the long-term view. This is what Paul is saying. This is what the New Testament says again and again. If you want your best life, open the word of God and get to know it. Colossians chapter two. Paul's writing to this new church, that was planted not by Paul, but someone who heard Paul preach was so excited, so unashamed of the gospel, they went home and they started two churches. Not one, but two. If you read the story, you'll see they started two churches, okay? Chapter 2, verse 6. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him, "...and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. See to it that there is no one who takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception in accordance with human tradition, in accordance with the elementary principles of the world rather than in accordance with Christ." Now, let's go back and let's look at that just a little bit closer. Notice this. Notice the contrast that Paul gives here. In in the first three verses, Paul, he uses the word. He said, you received Christ Jesus as your Lord. So that's your salvation. That's your accepting Jesus as the payment for your sins and your entry into a new way of life that you can live for God. Okay, You received Jesus, he says, walk in him. He says, just stay faithful. Stay right behind Jesus. Stay with that message. And then he says, you are being rooted. I mean, rooted is depth, right? That's why we do deeper life every Sunday night. So we can go, go deeper. We can be rooted. Okay. Built up. He's talking about the foundation of Christ Jesus as Lord and established in your everything, everything that he says here is about how you and I will have strength and depth and security if we stay with Christ Jesus. However, if you start listening to the things of this world, okay, the philosophies, the, 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 the spiritual notions that they have in this world, the, the ideas that you can do life without God and be secure, you need to know you're just hanging by a thread, Paul wants you to see, you can choose the strong life. You can choose the life that's unshakable. Or you can choose to go with every wind and breeze that's out there and float along and you'll be totally destroyed over time. And it's a deception. Now that is powerful, especially when you consider the world in which we are living in right now. For the past several years, I have told you again and again and again that the world in which we live is being shaken. Why? So people can learn what is secure and what's established and what is not. I mean, think about this. They've given you advice for 24 months that has constantly changed and was bit unreliable right up to the past week. They want you to believe that they can stop a war with just words alone. Listen, your only hope in the world in which you live in is Christ Jesus. Your only hope in the world in which we live is to trust God completely. And that's what Paul is saying. Paul's world was just as mixed up, just as brutal, just as evil, just as trying as the world that you and I live in. But are we going to trust God? Are we going to trust the philosophies of this world? The world will tell you, it doesn't matter who you marry. God says, no, it does. Choose someone who's godly and you have a shot at a marriage. The world in which we live in, they say, just have fun. Go for it while you can. The world in which you and I live doesn't believe in being built up and established in Christ Jesus, they will actually imply that somehow to to follow Christ Jesus will diminish your life. That's the lie I used to live under. I believed it. I grew up in a fantastic Christian home. You may have too. You may not have. That's okay too. Whatever. But somehow every one of us has to deal with the fantasy. Because, see, I grew up in a Christian home, and, and, I, and I somehow, I still would imagine at times, well, if I follow God, I might miss out on some of the good stuff. I might miss out on some of the fun stuff. And can I tell you that the fantasy world, the fantasy world is always built on a short-term result. Okay? But faith is built on hope in God and in Christ Jesus, his Messiah, and it has a long term, eternal perspective. So, how did I cross that bridge? Well, it helped that my parents put me around people that were godly, that were willing to share their story. Are you willing to share your story? Are you willing to share the darkest sides of your story? Are you willing to share how you didn't really trust God, but you should have? Let me give you one human example, okay? And the reason I give you this one is because I've been thinking about him this week because of Ukraine. His, this story is related to Bill Bozanski. He became Dr. Bill Bozanski. He was born in Ukraine. And as a result of the, the trauma of the, the Soviet Republic and the, the, the Nazis and World War II, his family was displaced from Ukraine. They, they made it to the United States of America. And, and, and I remember meeting him as, as a young, young man um, as he, he came to our town to share his testimony. My parents were impressed. They invited him to our house. He stayed with us in our home on multiple occasions. So it was just was not just a chance meeting. I got to see Bill over years, okay? And he loved God. He was passionate about God. He was transformed. But he told his story about how Babunia, uh, there's a book about it, Babunia by Bill Bazanski. It's it's probably only in a used bookstore somewhere or on eBay. You know what I'm saying? And he told about how she prayed for the family and and, and they they made their way from, from just, a, just a harsh world to America. He loved America. We came to America. And, and he remembered what Babunia's love for God and everything. But, but you know, he, he tried. He went at life, you know, and he, he became a police officer. And he served as a police officer for several years. But this was without God. And in the midst of that stress and everything, he began to drink and take drugs. And his life went down. And he found God in the midst of that. Okay? He tells how Jesus transformed his life and he had all this brokenness from from all the trauma that was caused by this global conflict. Know about a world of global conflict? Okay? It's transforming lives once again. This is why you and I are praying. We're praying for the believers. In, in Ukraine, and we're praying for the believers in Russia. We're praying for the believers in Belarus. Jennifer and I, we reached out. You may not be even aware of this. You have been giving to help plant churches. See, some things we have to be careful because we're on the World Wide Web. Okay? It's a crazy world. I can't show you pictures of some of the efforts that we make. And share you names. Why? For their safety. Pray for those believers because right now, they're trying to be light in the midst of the harshest of circumstances. I pray that you and I would be light in the harshest of circumstances. Bill's passion for God. He came to the United States. He ended up, he he had basically no education when he got here. He got his B.A., then his M.A., then his Ph.D. He became a professor of Russian at Oral Roberts University. He traveled the globe. He planted churches. He planted Bible schools. He became, I, he was so impressive to me as a young, young man. I was like, this guy is serious about God. He's, he's given it all to God. Are you gonna be a Bill Bozanski to somebody? Are you going to be impressive to your neighbors because you're so all in for God? You're so out there. See what I'm saying? Are you going to give your life to God so everybody knows, so that they have a light to follow in you? Not that you are going to save anybody. No, it's Christ Jesus that is their hope that you're pointing them to. But they've got to see people that are all in. The reason the world is struggling right now is the church has been ashamed of God. It's time to stop being ashamed of what you believe in. Didn't you mature to the point that you were no longer ashamed of your parents? I hope so. Don't be ashamed of God. He's worthy. Choose a long-term perspective. Listen to Job. This week, this week we were uh, reading, reading Job as a church. If you missed it, I know you may have wanted to miss it. Like Job, no way, no fun. Job chapter 28, I've got to get my note off of it, okay? Job, you can turn there if you want to. See it for yourself. Make a note next to it, okay? In Job chapter 28, this is what he has to say about wisdom, about God's way. It's powerful because this is what God followers have always done. God followers have always chosen this perspective. So if you choose God, if you choose your best life, you're choosing this way, okay? Job chapter 28. Where then does wisdom come from? Where does understanding dwell? Is it hidden from the eyes of every living, everything living, concealed even from the birds of the air? Destruction and death say only a rumor of it has reached our ears. So death and destruction say, well, we've heard about wisdom, but we're not really worried about it. That's because those that don't fear death and destruction don't really care about wisdom. Why does it say the birds of the air? Can they see it? Because in the same way that you and I use Google Maps today, the ancient world understood if I could just be a bird, I could see the big picture. See, wisdom always looks for the big picture, not the immediate result. Verse 23, God understands the way to wisdom. And he alone knows where it dwells, for he views the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. When he established the force of the wind and measured out the waters, when he made a decree for the rain and a path for the thunderstorm, then he looked at wisdom and he appraised it. He confirmed it and he tested it. And he said to man, the fear of the Lord, that's wisdom. And to shun evil is understanding. See, if you want your best life, if you want to be wise, then trust God. Believe that God is good. Believe that God will bless you and that if you follow God, he's going to give you outcomes that are good for you and good for all that are around you. This is why we choose God, because we believe that we need him and his wisdom. It's just a big picture perspective. Remember this always. When we talk about fantasy, fantasy has a short-term immediate result expectation. Well, if I go out with them, I'll have a good time. Okay, wisdom says, well, if I go out with them, I could become emotionally attached to them. And what kind of person are they before I go out with them? Are they already a God follower? Where is it they want to take me? What is it they want to do with me? They've just invited me to a horror movie and drinks. That's a no. Why? Because they don't have a godly worldview. That's not going to add value to you. Yeah, but it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun getting into a relationship that you can't get out of because you're emotionally attached. See what I'm saying? God invites you to a long-term perspective. God wants to bless you. Last night, Jennifer and I, were in bed. Yes, we're married. It's okay, all right? We're in bed, and we we got out this book by Pat Robertson. Last year, he turned 90, okay? Pat Robertson started Christian Broadcasting Network years ago. Pat Robertson was the person that introduced my father to the baptism in the Holy Spirit, okay? Speaking in tongues. It's Pat Robertson, okay? So he means something to me. So Jennifer and I have got Pat's book. He, he wrote that. They put it together in honor of him turning 90. And we're reading through it. And in, in one of the chapters we were reading, he talked about how he was at this one point in starting the first TV station and he, he needed X amount of dollars and all this. And he was like, God, if this doesn't come by this date, I'm done. I'm walking away. And God showed up with the money just in time a friend came and just wrote him a check and said, hey, I want you to have this to help, help the ministry. And that night he said, he, he went before the Lord and he said, Father, I want to ask you to forgive me because I doubted your goodness and I will never do that again. See, what I'm inviting you today, the gift that I'm giving you today is this. If you have doubted God's goodness, repent. Say, God, forgive me. God, forgive me for ever believing that you wouldn't show up with the best for me. God, forgive me for believing I could do this on my own and that I didn't need you. God, forgive me for living under a fantasy and a lie. I now choose you and I'll never do that again. That's the gift. Stop doubting God. Choose your best life. Say, God, I'm all in. God, I want to be known as your follower. God, I want to to choose you every day, all day long, and trust you no matter what. That 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 is the seat of wisdom, to fear God and believe that he is really in charge of this world and that he has good things for you. Yeah, but I'm going through a hard time right now. I understand that. And that's why it's so powerful that Job is the one introducing you to this. As you end Job, what what does God say to Job? God says, hey, Job, big picture here, buddy. I got it all covered. I got it all covered. I'm going to take care of you. You see, that's the imagination that you and I want to live with is that God is good, and that if I choose to follow him, if I choose to live for him, if I choose the best life, it means following God and trusting God and looking to his word and his ways. Listen to what the theologian J.R. Packer had to say about this. Not until we have become humble and teachable, standing in awe of God's holiness and sovereignty, acknowledging our own littleness, distrusting our own thoughts and willing to have our minds turned upside down, can divine wisdom become ours? Miss part of the show today and want to hear more? Well, you are invited to download and subscribe to Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. When we gather together like this every day, I think it's really important that we, we think about How are we inviting God into this situation? So every day, I want to take a little bit of a moment to pray, to ask God to move in our world. You know, life can get crazy, so today, let's pray for God to be our refuge in the storms of life. Lord, thank you today that you are more than a lifeboat. God, you you rescued us, yes. Yes. You have saved us. You you saved us from sin. You you saved us from darkness. We we agree. Lord, we have confessed our sins and you've cleansed us of our sins. But God, you're just our refuge. You know, the scripture says, as a deer panteth for water, so my soul pants for you. Right now, God, we, we just want you to know Life is hard. There is still evil in this world and there are storms of life, there are challenges, people question us and we we are heartbroken at times and so today we just want you to know we look to you like that, dear, to refresh us. We we are like David when he hung out in the caves. God, we come to you and we trust you to take up our cause, to meet our needs. You are our refuge. We thank you for your Psalms because they encourage us. We know how the words of people have been like, like sharp teeth of an animal against us, and we feel that pain. God, we know the, the harassment and the evil of this world that presses against us. We resonate with David's words in the Psalms, but like David... We come to you. We throw ourselves before you like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. We say, Father, if there's any way that you can take this from us, please do. Lord, help us to know if the problems we face are our own doing or if this is you working out your best in our life because we want your best, and we trust you. You are our refuge today. We rely on you completely and wholeheartedly. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, that was so good. Didn't you enjoy that prayer? Would you like more help learning to pray? Then go to yournextstepnow.com. That's right, yournextstepnow.com. Give us your email, and we'll give you our free prayer guide. It's an ebook. You can download it. You'll have it right there. And you can join us daily as we learn to pray. We ask God for great things. You know, it will change your life to pray daily. And we need your help. We need your support, your prayer support. So give us your email today at yournextstepnow.com. This has been Your Next Step a ministry of The Church Next Door in Columbus, Ohio. We hope this has been an encouragement to you as you seek to have a deeper faith in Christ. If you'd like to hear today's show again or share it with a friend, look for Your Next Step on all major podcasting platforms. We'd love to see you soon at The Church Next Door. Easily find our service times and our app. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. Join us again next time for Your Next Step.
0: I believe you're going to find people that have a genuine love for God and a genuine zeal for the truth. You don't have to dress super fancy. It's so lively and it's so much fun and just you leave like so refreshed.
1: And I know I keep saying family but that's what this place is for me. It's family. I'm Doyle Jackson, pastor of the church next door. People keep telling me how good it is to worship God together again. Well, Come join us. Visit us online at thechurchnextdoor.org.
0: Stories are a way we relate to one another. It's hard to underestimate their importance. Wessler Media is here to help you preserve those stories that you hold dear. We'll produce a personal podcast, an audio scrapbook, that will preserve those memories for generations to come. Get in touch today. Call toll-free or text one 38 story one 38 story Or visit wesslermedia.com. That's W-E-S-S-L-E-R, media.com. The production you just heard was carefully crafted at the studios of Wessler Media. For more powerfully engaging podcasts and other audio content, visit wesslermedia.com. Stories of overcoming adversity, intense and unexpected twists and turns, education, encouragement, and plenty of those, did you hear that, moments. Hear more and talk to us about creating your own podcast, from large and detailed projects to smaller, more personal-sized productions. That's wesslermedia.com, W-E-S-S-L-E-R-media.com.